You're listening to the Fantasy Alarm MLB DFS Podcast with hosts John Impemba and James Grande. What's going on, FA Nation? John and Pepe here with James Grande. Welcome back into the Quick Pitch MLB DFS Breakdown here podcast live stream for Tuesday's 15-game main slate. James, you know, we had a nice little eight-gamer that you and I are having fun watching. Shout out Jordan Montgomery with the complete game one hitter. If you watched yesterday's live stream video here, uh, we built the lineup at the end of the show, and Monty was in that lineup as one of our starting pitchers, so that lineup is a uh, Looking pretty strong right now, and hopefully uh, we can keep some of that continued success into this day's show. Yeah, 15 games on today's compared to the eight-gamer. I think you and I both prefer the former, the eight-gamer. But, you know, 15 games, core slate, it's going to provide us with a little bit of everything. We have elite pitching at the top. We have some arms that we're going to want to stack against. So it should be fun. It should. We have to be creative. You don't have to be crazy because there's not going to be like outside of cores, like any one particular offense that right. is just so highly owned compared to the others because every team in baseball is playing. So, you know, this is definitely a slate where at any time I think you have a core slate where there's 15 games, you can look to explore other avenues yeah. than just stacking cores. Or, you know, this could be one of the lowest owned core slates, right? Cause, because cause, Yeah, because there's so many games so many to pick games, from. Yeah. Right. So it's a fun, it's going to be a fun, fun approach on Tuesday slate and I'm uh, ready to break it down. Yeah, we'll kick it off at the, at the pitching. Like we mentioned, there's a lot of great guys here. Rodon is at 11K against Detroit. Yeah, Corbin Burns here at 10-6 against the Dodgers. Verlander at home against Minnesota. Dylan Cease at on the road here against Baltimore is your 10K and above grouping. We've talked a lot about Dylan Cease. The, the streak came to an end last time out against Houston. Five innings, three earned runs a lot. Walked three there. He had, what was it, like 19 starts or some stupid thing yeah. like that where he had at least one, one or fewer runs. That trend got bucked, but now he's only against Baltimore. How are you ranking these top four? Four starters. I mean, I think it's pretty clear that Rodon has the best matchup of the bunch. I know we have typically, not typically, but there have been times that you and I have talked ourselves and our listeners into Tigers against left. Rodon is in really good form right now. Yeah. Two earned runs or less in four straight starts. Three double-digit strikeout outings in his last five games. We've seen 38 fantasy point upside during that span as well. Hasn't faced the best competition, but yeah. part for the course with Detroit, right? It's not like it's going to get any La- harder. Last two weeks for Detroit, fifth highest strikeout rate against left-handed pitching, 27.3%, just a 276 Woba. If you were looking for the matchup, as we talked about with Rodon, well, yes, there certainly have been times this year where we've been like, hey, you know what, Tigers, they could be sneaky today. That lineup, you know, not really a fine grain all cylinders when it comes to those guys that do hit lefties outside of you know, Baez really is the only one that's continued to hit lefties this year. You know, sure. for a, for a spot there, you know, Haas had really good numbers. Jimer had really good numbers. Those guys' numbers against lefties have kind of tanked. Baez is really the only one. Obviously, the one concern that generally follows Rodon at times is the home roads. You know, crazy good at home, 1.86 ERA, 3.72 road ER. But a lot of that also is sort of, you know, matchup dependent. He got hit by Arizona, he got hit by Dodgers. And back-to-back road starts accounted for 10 of those earned runs that he gave up on the road of the 32 this season. So, you know, some tough spots there, but Detroit certainly presents a much easier matchup for him. We talked about it today. You know, we've when it comes to sort of chalky twins, you know, we feels like we always lose money on them. <laughs> this isn't going to be a chalky twin spot, but it is no. a Justin Verlander versus twin spot right. at $10,500. He's faced them once already this season. 
threw a one hitter over eight innings, struck out five. Yeah, I think of the four, and I think you can go Dylan Cease. I have no problem going Dylan Cease. I think you and I both would agree in Baltimore is a good spot to be these days pitching, unless you're Cutter Crawford the other day. Sorry, John, but I mean, that was just insane. I I feel bad Um, for, you know, again, I'm not perfect. None of us are, or else we'd all be billionaires. But, uh, you know, my my exact quote that night when talking about the Baltimore uh, Red Sox game was, not many home runs get hit in Baltimore, and they scored. That game was a 15-10 to 10 final. Basically, every member of the O's hit a homer, so can't be right every time. I would be I mean, stunned if they went ahead and hit all those home runs off Dylan Seas today. Agreed. But my point, I mean, other than that one game, you were correct. That's just an outlier. Yeah, very wrong. At least I was very wrong. You know, if I'm very. wrong, like I always say, like I want to be very wrong. I was very wrong. 25 sure. runs scored in that game. So 25. I think Rodon Verlander are the, like, like A tier and then sure. B tier is burn cease for me. So yeah. I think Rodon Verlander, I don't think there's a wrong answer of the two. I would and, and I actually wonder how many people go all the way up there. I mean, if we broke it off of the ten K, it's kinda of how we segment them, like eight K, nine K guys. Look at the nine K guys. Right? Robbie Ray against Washington. Sure. We've talked about Washington against lefties. Now I know recent performance, you know, Robbie Ray's been decent with strikeout numbers. Washington the other day certainly who'd they run up against that kind of upset us there? Uh, Blake Snell. Right. Like Snell, yep. Yeah. And, you know, we didn't really get the performance we'd hoped for out of Snell there. But still, right now, Robbie Ray at home and he's pitching against Washington. Could be a spot for him at home this year. 2 8 ERA. We know he's a big strikeout guy. The Washington strikeout numbers against lefties had been trending up. I think they've kind of leveled off again. You know, that team is kind of goes through their ups and downs. Tony Gonsolin, as we mentioned, just could have one of those like ridiculously good Dodgers starters just out of yep. nowhere this year. 15 to 1, 2 1, 2 ERA. You look at him at home this season, a 1-5 ERA. He's faced Milwaukee already this year. Seven innings, two earned, eight strikeouts. Not going to tell you no when it comes to Tony Gonsolin. Max Fried, lefty, against the Pirates, $9,400. Just coming off a start, seven innings, two earned, six strikeouts against the Mets. Like, came off the IL, pitching as well as he did before he went on with a concussion. 94, like, how do you not, like, go Max Fried here? Like, I don't think you need to spend up for the top guys or if you do on a big slate like this there's a good chance that there's enough value for you to sort of fit them all in but you know you can literally pick any one of like the six pitches we've started right now put them both in your lineup and i think feel pretty comfortable with it as we've kind of built across but you know that's a really strong 9k grouping yeah i mean i think it's headlined by gonsolin just given how good he's been i know milwaukee has been better against righties but they're also susceptible to the strikeout i think freed is super safe in all, whatever you want to do, but game, you think? especially cash games. Yeah, man. I mean, look, if you just look through his log, you cannot find a start other than his opening start, John. His first start is the only start he has made this year where he did not get us at least double-digit fantasy points. Right. That is incredible consistency. That is exactly the floor that you look for in cash games. And you mentioned it. There's actual upside here because yeah. it's the Pirates, so... Yo. So I, Freed's facing the Pirates. Gonsolin's got the Brewers. Yeah. Did I say? Did I mix? Did I, I thought no, I heard you I, say Gonsolin, but if you said Freed, I'm gonna I'm fully agree with you. I mean, Gonsolin's been great too. So dude, well, I pivoted. I went from Gonsolin. To oh, okay, you pivoted um, down. Confused. I was actually looking at well, you were when you I heard you mention Gonsolin. I remembered we talk about this a lot. The Brewers are a really good home team. We talk about Eric Lauer's pitching on the Monday slate. Really good home numbers. The Brewers on the road this year, bat team batting average 188. So. 
You know, if you're, if you're again, sort of looking at for reasons, right? That's the last, sorry, that's the last two weeks. Uh, the Brewers on the hitting, uh, hitting 188. Overall this season on the road, 230 road batting average for them. So still not great. Yeah, you know, no. still not great. But recent form, horrible and running up against one of the best pitchers in the National League. Yeah, I just want to take a look at Fandle, by the way, John. Sure. Just while we're on Gonsolin. Higher price than Dylan Cease on this slate. Okay. So is Robbie Ray. Also higher price than Dylan Cease. Freed is $100 less than Dylan Cease. Yeah. All these, there's seven pitchers over 10K on Fandle. I still think Rodon Verlander for me, but Dylan Cease being the seventh or the, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six highest price pitcher on Fandle really stands out sure. over there. I agree with you. What do you make of Ranger Suarez and Nick Lodolo being in the sign K range? I mean, Lodolo has crazy upside. And was very highly coveted. Just faced them, seven shutout, eight Ks, and it's very same matchup. Only this time they're on the road. Yeah, I think which is yeah, which is even better for Lodolo. Did they both throw seven shutout on that side? Did they face one another in those games? That's clear. When did Lodolo pitch on the seventeenth? Yeah, the seventeenth for Lodolo was Suarez on the seventeenth as well. Yep, they both. Yep, they both both threw seven shutout, eight strikeouts against one another in that game. That was the walk-off for the Reds in the ninth. Like, I don't think we need to As really... You didn't say no. I thought it was interesting time. that they were both in the 9K range, comparatively. Cle- Clevenger in a revenge narrative here against Cleveland? Yeah. I'd rather go back to Lopez, who we thought was pitching. Agreed. Uh, they didn't move his price tag. He's 8,100. So. I'm, down with, I'm down with that. I like that. Right. That, that feels... Even though, again, re- recent form Lopez, not great. But, you know, still Oakland. Still Oakland. All, entire season form Oakland, not great. <laughs> <laughs> right. We talked about Kluber in his last start against the Yankees. He pitched well for yeah. $8,800, and now he's $7,700 against the Angels in Tampa Bay. We saw a Springs tonight deal against them. You know, what are your thoughts on the way Kluber? Now, again, we know that Trout and those guys are in Otani and whatnot are in that lineup, but, you know, Kluber's been, Kluber's been pitching decent of late. Well, Otani wasn't, and I sure. think that's a key. He is has a stomach ache or a stomach bug, whatever it is, stomach illness. If he's still not in the lineup, and again, like we said it on uh, for Monday slate, like Trout played again, and I get it. Like maybe he's just fully over this injury, but he's now played four games in a row since being back after the injury. Like, yeah, I don't know. He's going to get time off. Like they're not playing for anything. He's it hasn't been the healthiest guy in the last few years. Could be a lineup without Trout and Otani. And if that's the case, I mean, I would have a lot of interest in, in Kluber. I think he's fine for tournaments. I wouldn't play him in cash, but I definitely think that we've seen some nice strikeout upside from him lately. And yeah, I mean, we've said it all year. Like the Angels strike out more than anybody else. So right. I'm in on yeah. some. I mean, Trout even strikes out a lot. So it's not right. even like Trout having a, a right. It doesn't even sure. matter really. So yeah, I'm in, I'm in there. I think that uh, Kluber's kind of interesting just given the price drop. After that, though, I don't know. There's, you know, did, do you like any of the guys under under Kluber here? I mean, does anybody jump out to you? We can't use the cores guys. Stripling is kind of interesting. Boston's lineup is just so meh. They, they don't seem interested. He's yeah. faced him three times this year. He doesn't have a win or a loss, but he's been okay. 321. You know, they are obviously being in Boston. It maybe changes things a little bit, but like Stripling has always been a good pitcher. You know, they kind of, they've let him pitch, you know, 90 plus pitches at times, you know, I know his pitch count sometimes is a worry for him, but you know, I feel like stacking Toronto offensively could, is a route that some will look to go. We know Winkowski yeah. is trash. They put Evaldi on the IL today, but I mean, if you look at the rest of the value here, 
I don't know, maybe Jose Suarez at sixty six hundred dollars. But I don't He's see been much super else. Super good, right? Yeah, it's I don't really see been... much else that we I would want to tempt myself. I'm I would have some I have mild interest in stripling. I'm with you. Mild interest in Suarez. Yeah. Mild interest in Zach Davies, who didn't look terrible his last time out, and I don't think much of the Royals. Yeah, the six strikeouts was interesting because he's, I mean, or a pleasant surprise because he's not a strikeout guy. Right. So that's my, like, if he's, he neatly needs a win because five innings, three strikeouts, two earned, whatever, is not going to get you any points. So fair. I'm just trying to pull something out here. There's nothing here. I'm trying. Maybe Austin's worth. How about this? Austin, four straight starts of 15 plus fantasy points. We know the White Sox are just a much better offense against lefties, I guess. Yeah. They've been okay against righties in August. They're 11th in OPS, but they're not hitting for any power. Right. 27th in ISO, I think that gonna, you know, that's going to sh- rear its ugly head in, in Camden because there's just no yeah. power being showed there. I just don't think there's any win equity there because Cease is, on the, is on the other side. Yeah. I mean, that's what Baltimore has been the best team in the American League East over the last. Yeah. I mean, I agree. I could be dead wrong. Cease just gave up runs. Maybe he's, you know, he was so good for so long. Maybe he goes the other way, you know? I don't disagree. And I'm not, I wouldn't play a single one of these dudes in cash, but just, I think Voth would be the only, probably the only other guy I actually would consider playing down here. Yeah. I think you're right. That's kind of where I'm at too. So I'll probably land on Suarez over Voth, but if you want to be different, I think that's probably the pivot. Right. So, and I think we've looked too, isn't, hasn't Tampa Bay struggled against lefties? Aren't they one of the teams up there with strikeouts too? In the month of August, Tampa is 14th in strikeout rate, 23.8%. So there is some strikeout upside. They've also only been, they're 22nd in OPS. Good pitcher's park as well, so okay. you're on to something there. Cool. All right, let's go to catcher. While we're here, again, we talk about, you know, looking to spend up, looking to spend down, finding the value, especially at the catcher. Again, I like Toronto, so if Kirk's there, like, I'd be fine mm-hmm. kind of putting him in the mid-tier range there. Coors is obviously in play. You can go whichever catcher you want of the Rangers or of, of Colorado, whomever's in the lineup there. All of that is fine for me as well. We also do have the lefty matchup for Mia, which we've talked about, even though we like Swar. He didn't do much tonight, but, you know, could certainly go... Uh, that direction if you wanted to and uh, our boy darno is still very cheap at 3300 yeah i don't think much is going to change night tonight like all those guys you mentioned i think are firmly in play i don't hate jose trevino for the yankees against Taiwan walker now that he's starting we mentioned it last night i don't hate bethencourt if he's in the lineup with mejia i don't i mean joey bart's been incredible for a, a little while now drew hutchison i don't think much of so i think all those guys are firmly in play. Okay. And obviously as lineups come out for this, you know, we'll be able to maybe identify some other sure. matchup plays, but catcher position again is generally one that we don't find, you know, unless there's like a for sure matchup, you know, which today there's too many good pitchers for there really to be a hammer home spot. So you kind of look and, and find the, find where you think the runs are going to be going there. So first base at the top, you know, if Otani's in the lineup, he's 64 Goldie's at six K Again, I'm buying into Toronto, $5,800. We talk about it all Damn. the time. Like, nobody ever plays Blue Jays, even though they feels like they're always in great spots. It also feels like they underperform more often than not, yeah. too. But Winkowski is just so awful. So, I'm in on and on Vladdy there. Anybody else for you? Above 5K. I mean, Alonzo against Frankie Montas. He's 
Montas has been so we bad. We talk about this. Montas on the road before he was traded to from Oakland was horrible. All of his production was great in Oakland. Now he's home Paul Park, his Yankee <laughs> Stadium, and it was not a good day. It, it killed me because I had the under 87 and a half pitches or whatever it was, and I sent him back out for the sixth inning despite the fact that he gave up six runs in five. So They uh, said, Montas, you're our lamb today. Yeah. We need you to just eat innings. Yeah. Yeah, frustrating. Um, so I'm with I, you there. I, I think that's a good one. I probably play Rizzo as well in Yankee Stadium. Sure. And Crone, I, I mean, I, I cut it off at 5K, but like, Crone's Crone, been way yeah, better against sure. righties this year, as we talked about, and you get the cords bump for sure. Olsen against Brubaker, we talked about Olsen. The power swing's been in stride for him at 47. Hoskins gets the lefty. I know Lodolo shut them down. So good numbers. Righties have good numbers against Lodolo. I was just looking at this because I just wanted to see like how much we stock we should put into their price tags. Yeah. 830 OPS, 368 Woba against right-handed bats for Lodolo. Hoskins, 435 Woba, seven home runs and 108 at-bats against lefties. Right. Big-time big spot for him. Yep, I'm with you. I think that's a good spot for $4,600. And people may be off of them because they just saw Lodolo shut them down, right? So yep. you know they, they could be scared off that a bit, so the mid-tier. Guys that are in that low 4K and below, I mean, I know we talked about Voth, but like when is Jose Abreu ever 4K? I mean, get it. We talk about the splits and all that stuff and whatnot. I mean, he's hitting 500 over his last 10, right? Like, that seems pretty, that seems pretty good. Yeah. Again, listen, again, I understand. I understand that this isn't a, is a pitcher's park and it's a righty, not a, but like Jose Abreu is not a $4,000 hitter. No, never. So I, I, this could be like, hey, DraftKings, like it's a 15 game slate. We have the price. We can't give everybody 5K price tags, and they just like right. some interns like Jose Abreu, 4K. <laughs> so I mean, I love that spot for Abreu at 4K. Yeah, I have no, no, no problem with it. I would say the only thing I'm gonna have trouble with is not playing five Astros and Trey Mancini's the same price. I know Abreu's been way better, but I was just looking up Aaron Sanchez numbers this year, John. Yeah, I know they're not right-handed batters against Aaron Sanchez this year. Yeah. 421 average, 471 OBP, 697 slug, 492 Woba. He has a 10% K rate against righties, 2.65 home runs per nine innings. Are those good numbers? Yeah. I think they're quite good. Yeah. Does he pitch more than four innings, though, I guess is the problem, right? Like, I think that it might not matter. Well, I mean, I, so I don't mind it at 4K. You're right for Mancini. Probably better GVP is maybe Abreu's a cash mm -hmm. game 4K guy. Sure. Yeah, I like that call. Uh, and they both may go on their own because our boy Nate Lowe's at 3,600 in <laughs> Right? Right. And right lefty, and he's just. Dude, and four, look at this. I know you don't have it. You have it in front of you. I'm showing it to the viewers here at home. Last 10 games for Nate Lowe. Nathaniel Lowe. Sorry, I'll, I'll get his name correct. 447 batting average, an 1170 OPS. He's got two homers, two doubles. Now they're in cores. They didn't touch his price tag. They, they, they bumped him 400 bucks. So even if you're one-offing, right? Aren't you Aren't you spending down to Nate Lowe in this spot? Probably, yeah. I mean, that's he's your cash game play. No question about it. Yeah. That's, your, that's your cash game, first baseman, and move on. Because he's, right, I mean... It, Unless we're completely misreading it, we, we always assume high ownership in cores. No, it's, no, it's, we're not missing. Middle not of the order bat on a hot streak right now. <laughs> like, just even like, you even saying that you're misreading it, and then as you continue to like, just name more Reasons things, why like, he should be high. <laughs> more reasons you know as to should why. We, should we lock him into our lineup? Should we, should we put Nalo in the lineup? It depends on 
let's let's re let's revisit the approach at the end because okay. I think we're gonna have a discussion about fading, fading playing cores? or fading cores. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We'll go to second base then. Drury's at 56. Birdie's at 52. Altuve day to day. Let's see. What do we got the most recent update? Out of lineup for Sunday with shoulder soreness. So we'll have to wait and see. Could be a game time mm -hmm. decision, but you mentioned all those ready numbers against Sanchez. Cattell Marte is back. Not paying 52 for him. Rojas is 52. Not a big fan of that. Rodgers and Coors is at 51. Semyon's at 49. Here we go with Semyon, huh? Yeah. Semyon, 49. And Coors. I've been playing a lot of Jimenez. And, and nobody, he used three and a half percent the other day against the White Sox. He gave you 10 fantasy points at 5K. Gets the lefty spot against Clevenger here. You know, is it, again, I just think nobody's going to be playing him. So, you know, if you're looking for me a late, a low ownership play, I mean, he's been very good. So find the spot for him. I mean, 36 extra base hits, 14 have left the yard, 15 stolen bases. And yeah. a lot of those have come lately too. Like if you look, he had three stolen bases he has six, seven stolen bases in August alone. Yeah. So there's really no down. Like, he's just been super efficient and, and high upside type of guy. So I'm 100% with you. Yep. Mid 4Ks, who stands out to you? Ugh. Uh, Jeff McNeil has been amazing for the Mets of late. I know, like, we don't typically think of McNeil as, like, an upside guy, but 460 average is yeah. good enough for me. Seven <laughs> doubles, been... and now you're in. Yeah. Maybe those doubles are home runs in Yankee Stadium, right? Literally what I wrote in Monday's playbook, word for word. Like, the, some of those doubles turn to home runs in Yankee Stadium all the time, especially for lefties. So I like Jeff McNeil quite a bit. I don't hate Wilmer Flores at 43. We've talked about it. He's been equally as good against righties, if not better, against righties this year yeah. for a guy who's been typically better against lefties his whole career. You can go with Merrifield. I was going to say, again, just... Filling Ten? out the Toronto stack. Filling out the yeah. Toronto stack. Um, that's, that's your, he'll hit ninth and he'll, you know, flip it around to Springer Guerrero. Yeah, I mean, he's not hitting well, but Homer today, so. Homer the other day, sorry. Uh, it was a double bounce off the top of the wall in Yankee Stadium. It counts. It does. It counts as a homer. Should account for two. I mean, you know. It's true. It's true. Let's see. Anybody else here? Fong Grisham, 2300. Fletcher, shout out. And Grisham, 23. Sure. Let's see. That is Royo if he's in the lineup again at 2,500. Grisham at 23, like you mentioned, for sure. The Rangers have been playing Mark Mathias a little bit. He's hit two home runs in his last, like, nine games. Okay. $2,000. Cores, three cores play. You know, just throwing that out there. Yeah. Yeah. You get three hits in the last four games. Works for me. RBIs in, like, five. Could be something in 2K. He's going to be the chalk, though. Just like he was today. Yeah, I mean... He shouldn't be 2,300, so. No, but listen, we know DraftKings, we understand football's right on the corner, man. We know, just. Though I feel like Brewbreaker's, like, upset us more than he should have. He has been good. I mean, he's, I think he threw seven scoreless against the Red Sox last time. <laughs> yeah, I think like, that was, like, yeah, two hits against the Sox. Yeah. I'll keep, I'll keep on going back to the well against him now. Well, even if, I mean, like, he got, Grisham had five fantasy points. On Monday, yeah, you're he's fine. Right. Like, it's, it's, not, it's fine. Yeah, he's not killing you. Fine, like uh, you're playing. Like if we agreed on building a cash lineup, we would already have Nate Low, Vaughn Grisham. That would be our. True. That would be like the first two players in our lineup. Yep, I agree with you. All right, third base, usually our favorite position here. Machado against Savali, Devers gets Stripling, Arnado against Sampson against Chicago, Ramirez at Clevenger, Riley at Brubaker against Brubaker here, and Alex Bregman. At $4,900 against the Anibal. Not Anibal, Aaron Sanchez. 
Well, you know, I'm going Bregman. Yeah. I'm going. I'm. I mean, like, I'm not obviously like out here looking yeah, that for monster game for fantasy you, points. Four games ago. But we have ad nauseum said how much better against right-handed pitching he's been this year. Yeah. And now we have a right-handed pitcher that has been dreadful against right-handed bats. It's like a match made in heaven. So yeah. Bregman's going to be my top spend at third. Okay. I mean, again, I like it. 4,900, you're saving yourself some money. Come on, Arnado still at 5,700. I Same. just like the Cardinals. Um, his numbers actually, I think he actually hits better this year better for average against right-handed pitching. A lot of his, a lot of his OPS, I think, is against lefties. But I think average-wise, Arenado against righties has been a strong split. I think so. you're, I think you're onto something, and it's something we talked about recently. Yeah, three hundred seven against righties. Nobody plays him when yeah. it's when it's a righty. Everyone just plays him when it's a lefty because it's like, oh, Nolan Arenado against lefties. Well, like, do your research. The guys, this is he's still, having the still best hits year the of ball. his career. Yeah, still hits, still, still hits the <laughs> ball very well. So, but you're right. I think Bregman at 49, you save some cash there on a big slate. Has just as much upside as any of those other plays. The forgotten Blue Jay Chapman against Winkowski at 48. <laughs> Again, nobody's playing him because you'd find the hundred dollars play Bregman. So it certainly yep. can. Uh, can find your way in that direction. Mid-tier, you were all in on Alec Bohm today. I imagine you'd go all back to Alec Bohm. Uh, three hits. Another three hits. I mean, I also think, like, the Chapman thing, McMahon's $200 cheaper, and he's been really good lately. And, like you said, and Alec Bohm, 42, coming off back-to-back three-hit games now, yeah. so... Back-to-back three-hit games of the two homer games, two games mm-hmm. on Sunday. Let's see. Actually, it looks like he left Monday with an injury, so maybe we watched that. Bomb did? Yeah. Oh, hadn't been moving well all game, but he was good enough to hit, have three hits. I was okay. going to say, what are we talking about? So, all right, maybe, maybe Bomb was out of the lineup. So pay attention That's to that. That's unfortunate. Yeah, pay attention there. 4K, guys. 4K and under. Where are we Where are we, Where are we? we looking? Kyle Farmer, the lefty specialist. Sure. Kind of. All he ever does is hit lefties. I'm trying to get to... Bad transition, James. Gotta be better. Gotta be ready. Gotta be fast. Kyle Farmer, 318, 402 Wova against lefties this year. So I don't hate that. Okay. That works for me. Any other you know, I've, I've been playing Donovan Solano. He's yeah. Breaks. I don't know. No, only hits, right, only hits from the right side. But oh, okay. he's been hitting third for the Reds, which is a wild ride. But like, that's where we are. 21 batting average last night. It's. I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying. But I don't think there's. I don't think there's like. A, I was gonna I see where, where do they have your boy? Did they move Oswaldo back to shortstop? Must have. No, he is down here. Is he? You're right. Two K. Third and short. Yep. Third okay. and short. Maybe. Not. He's not been playing short. outfield. He's been playing outfield too. So only a matter of time. Only a matter of time before he gets some eligibility out there too. Shortstop. Trey Turner, fifty-nine. Seager and Coors, I guess. Right. That'd be. Yeah, it's gonna be chalk at fifty-eight. Uh, Lindor against Montas, though, like we mentioned, we don't mind stocking, stacking up against Frankie Montas here at $5,800. Mm-hmm. Continuing with the Blue Jays stack, Bichette, even though he's kind of been trending down this season, what an awful first-round pick for Bichette was this year. Uh, yep. Killer. Yes. I don't really see a lot else in the top tier, though. I don't like these guys that are 45 no. and above. Nothing really is appealing to me. No, but right below that, your boy, for some safety, Jose Iglesias, 44. Yeah. Dude, his righty's better than lefties this year. 4,400. 4, Keeps crushing it. I mean, again, Baez has hit lefties this year, but not going to face him against Rodon. Ooh, Jeremy Pena, 3,800, John. I know he hasn't been fantastic lately, but... Yeah, I mean, he's been okay. He's had a couple games with some hits. Not as hot as he was to start of the year, obviously. It's But it's the righty matchup that we're looking for with Aaron Sanchez. Yep, with you. 
I don't mind it. JP Craw, 33? I was going to say, we're not, we haven't talked any Seattle against Eric Fed yet, so could go there. Rojas versus Logan, 29? Maybe. Could be. Could be. Yeah, maybe. Right? He, hits, he hits lefties historically. So The Marlins, another team haven't mentioned, and they're having a fairly decent offensive night at, to this point, yeah. could be in play. I actually don't hate that. We'll see where Rojas is hitting in the lineup, but I don't hate it. Okay. That's it for me at shortstop. B Craw's been a little better. Lately. Yeah. Maybe aided by cores, though. So we don't need to go there. All right. Outfield. Again, top price guys are all there. You kind of pick your stack, pick your play. Who's your go to guy of this range? Is it Jordan? Um, even though it's not a righty? It might be Jordan just to bring it home. Judge Homered. I don't. I eat that matchup against. Yeah, at 4%. Everybody plays Judge every night. He doesn't do anything. He faces Scherzer. So nobody plays him. And he homers at 4%. <laughs> I'm going to go Judge or Alvarez as my two top. Even though, like, the Yankees offense hasn't been great, but, like, we just know what Judge can do in the stadium. Sure. I don't mind that. Again, I think whatever your stack is, you kind of find that guy and you you kind of throw him in there. So, Uh, Rosarena, homer again tonight, gets lefty and Suarez, Mm -hmm. right? You've been touting that. He's been incredible for fantasy lately. Yeah. Home runs, power, all of it. Yep. I agree with you. 940 OPS last 10, not counting tonight's games. Certainly a guy that could be in play. We know Coors in Texas. Those guys are going to be all available. You know, Dolis is at 47. Blackman's at 48. You can kind of just pick and choose yep. your spot for them there. Mid 4Ks, which ones stand out to you? Kyle Tucker, 47. Sure. Very surprising, I'm sure, to everyone. Lourdes Gurriel, he's struggling a little bit. And I don't know where his power has gone. 4,400, I don't hate that against Winkowski. Winkowski's... 10 home runs in his last nine starts? Or... Yeah, I know. He's been, he's been getting crushed. Castellanos has been super good lately, too. A 12-game hitting streak extended Homer on tonight. Monday. And he homered. Yep. Homered RBI double. Michael Harris homered on the only two runs that the Braves scored. Michael Harris home run. Yeah. He loves right-handed pitching. Yeah, I, Winker and Hanager both in yeah, the Yeah, don't hate this, like, three-man stack you could get of the... I think Hanager was hitting righties better than lefties last I checked. Let us see. Let us see. Hanager is hitting 286 against righties this year. Righties given Eric Fetty some issues. 347 Woba against, and we know J-Rod is there as well, so... I agree with you. Again, get, you could sack that outfield maybe. Throw Winker in there. Yeah, could full, do a little full sack. Juarez maybe, you know, something like that. To that sure. Point. Under 4K, guys. Uh, if we're going in that direction here, Verdugo's at 35. They just kind of keep him chilling. Where is that? You like Harold. You mentioned Harold Ramirez the other day. Harold Ramirez the other day. 3,400 for him against Suarez. He's crushing lefties this year. We talked up Oscar Gonzalez. Another couple hits the other day. I know it's against Clevenger, but that man's hitting the ball pretty well at $3,400. Let's see. My boy Jake McCarthy homered the other day, John. Did he? I, I mean, he just is. Like, look at these numbers. He's just rolling yeah. right now. We're rolling, Jake McCarthy. 324 average, 910 OPS over his last 10. Get this man some more at-bats here. It's good. Top of the order, you know? It's definitely it's definitely good. Again, would you run Gallo out there right now, you know? I would. Against I would. Burns? Oh, no. Not, I forgot it's Burns. <laughs> yeah. We talked about him on the seasonal pod today. Yeah. And how, like, he is actually viable in fantasy right now it's wild to think but he is yep fran mills at a 3k again still kind of finding his way through that lineup kind of works out for that Uh, let's see 
The Odys is twenty eight hundred. I know we yeah, like that. Yeah, that's gonna be popular. Let's see. Frailey is lefty, right? Yeah, he's a lefty. Anybody else for you? Does uh, maybe Newt Bar leads off again now that it's a righty that's pitching, not a lefty? Could he might. That yeah, that's a good one. That's a good call, John. Newt Bar's been good. Because with the lefties, the last couple starts, they flipped him to the ninth hole, but he yep. could lead off here with the righty back in the spot. Sure, I think it's a good call. I don't see anything else. Like, I would play Blade, but he's a lefty in that matchup for yeah. Miami. So. Yeah. All right, give me your home run call then. Um, then we'll make a lineup. I'm going to go Bregman. Bregman. All right, that's a good one. I'm going to go I'm gonna go Nate Lowe. I'm gonna Nate Lowe. You're going high. No, you can't give, go Nate Lowe. I'm going to give you a value play. You can't go Nate Lowe. Course. Oh, it's Coors, right. Broke Broke the rules. Broke the, Broke the rules. rules. Yeah, if, if for all those first-time listeners, we do not use course field for the home. We do run not call. use the course course field for our home run calls. Cheating. Sorry, John. Sorry, it's my own fault. I got blinded by the absurd <laughs> price point for. All right, we'll go. We'll go back to our. Now you're using third base, and I won't do it. I want so we can kind of build a lineup together. I'll go Rosarena. We'll, we'll keep it. We'll keep the train running. Forty nine. Okay. Okay. So, that's and so let, let's do some. Let's do some builds. Okay. Go with pitching. All right. Well, what do you want to do about Coors? That's, I'm fine. No, I want to play it. Yeah, 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 no. We're building a lineup to win. I'm not fading Coors to fade Coors. I want Nate Lowe in my lineup. Okay. So what do we feel about pitching? I mean, we're, we're, who's your SP1? I think we're both in agreement it's Rodon or Verlander, right? Was that? Yeah, I'm going to go Verlander, we... save the 500 for me personally. Okay. That's fine. Um, I'm in with Verlander. And then I would go free just because he's a little bit cheaper than gonsolin but i'm fine with both i think both those uh, guys present yeah, you so let's do that upside. i think that's i think that's a super safe if we floor. come into sort of any sort of cash issue i moved to pablo lopez at 81 okay or if we really want to get value suarez at 66 and i think that's the three tiers that i would approach this at. yeah i mean i don't think we need to go below lopez in this build because i think we're gonna play nate low yeah grisham's at 2300 Nathan nathaniel sorry yeah, that nathaniel, was disrespectful yeah. so do you let you freed or gonsolin for you if this is a tournament build i gonsolin a little bit more let's I, save the three let's just save the 300 with free let's just save the 300 i'm gonna lock in nate nathaniel if you're cool with that yep and i think Vaughn Grisham, Grisham, yeah, yep. for us at second base Look, i really like bregman in this spot yep i'll go bregman that's fine I, I think I, I think he was the best third baseman spend up, and I think third base is generally one of those positions where like you don't always have to spend up, but like there is always an elite option at third sure. base. At catcher, we should probably look to spend down then, maybe go Darno at thirty three. As, as of now, we have thirty eight hundred a player. With, it's Darno or it's Mejia. Yeah, Darno's a little bit cheaper, right? And you get or, the potential stack there with with Grisham. Darno is cheaper. Yep. Uh, so I think we'll again we could potentially save eleven hundred dollars if we go to but with Lopez, but we'll see where we're at. So we have four thousand dollars per position. We have shortstop and three outfield spots to go. Shortstop was a spot where we didn't find a ton of value, but you did like Jeremy Pena at thirty thirty eight hundred dollars. Crawford was thirty three. I'm thinking maybe we go to outfield first. Sure. Okay. Rojas we'll is twenty nine too, but we can yeah, we can run out too. We'll outfield. find. I feel like we'll find our value. Outfield. Who was the value outfielder that you had liked there? We have we have obviously McCarthy's at thirty one against Heasley or Odi Tavares yeah, twenty eight to get the course field exposure there. I like that. I know Marquez bad against lefties. Leodi sure. switch hits. What's his stronger split? Looking that up right now. The stronger split. 
I was let down when I originally looked. So the stronger <laughs> split. That's not what we want it to be. It's no, I was let down by uh, the he hits. He's really good against both. Two ninety one against righties. Sure. All right, twenty eight hundred dollars. Uh, Leotis gives us forty four hundred dollars a position for uh, shortstop and two outfielders. Shortstop right? and two outfielders. Yeah. Who is our top outfielder that you'd like? Do you like Jordan to pair with Bregman, right? Or if, yeah, do you want to run that mini stack yeah, with well, Jordan? I mean, if we're playing Bregman, I think more Astros the better okay. against Aaron Sanchez. Do you want Jordan at fifty seven or Tucker at forty seven? How much do you like? How much do you like the? How much do you like the Astros? I don't mind the Astros. They're home, and we talk about Sanchez. Like I'm fine with going against them. Cal Tucker's one of those dudes you could just when he's hot, like you can yeah, play. Three seventy two right now at a thousand yeah. LPS. Let's, I would say. Uh, let's see, forty seven hundred. That's forty two fifty. I want to get a Blue Jay in this lineup somewhere. Where do we got? Where does what is Springer's price? Springer's day to day though. Day to day. Always day to day. If he's in the lineup, like I would play Springer. That would give us thirty two hundred for shortstop, and we would just play like Rojas as a punch shortstop at twenty nine hundred or something like that. Or do you like? Would you play Bichette? I know you mentioned so him because he. He has been so bad. He's been so bad. Like, he's been, like, very... He's just been very bad. <laughs> but, like, it's... Winkowski doesn't miss bats. He has, like, the lowest strikeout, like, swing and miss percentage. Maybe we've... Maybe Trondo isn't the core play. We don't, I mean, have, any, we don't have any is, Mets in there, either. Lindor is... It's interesting. The Mets are kind of sneaky. That's what I'm saying. The Mets the are, Mets, like, sneaky, sneaky. But we can't really afford them, and... Well, well we, you know... What if we take out Tucker? Would you just do one-offs? Would you do one-off Lindor, one-off Bregman? That gives us $3,700 an outfielder for two outfielders. I don't hate that. And you don't have to do Mets if, or uh, Mets one-off. We could play... You got to tell me your thoughts. I mean, we don't sure. have to, but can... I'm written up in Monday's playbook. Really good this year against right-handed pitching. Where have they been hitting him in the order? I think they hit him sixth or seventh. It's not the best two-man stack. He hit seventh. Okay. We put McCarthy in there at 31. Gives us 4,300. Castellanos is 41. Harris is 41. We can go with the three-man end-of-the-order Atlanta stack. Darno Grissom. That's a nice way. To be different, right? That's an interesting way to be different. I don't hate that. Verdugo's... At, I mean, again, Harris is really good. I mean, that's a, a pretty strong line. But you mentioned Castellanos is hot. He's got a lefty. I don't. I know you said Lodolo's good, but I'm just like, you know. no, he's been no, but he's been bad against Rays. Sure. Also, let's go Castellanos. Yeah, let's get exposure. I mean, we got 15 games to get exposure to here. I agree with you. All right, so there it is. So then we have Verlander, Freed. Assuming we don't want to go down to Lopez, right? Because if we go down to Lopez, we could get a 5K outfielder or something like that. So you're obviously something to discuss, but Verlander, Freed, Darno, Lowe, Grissom, Bregman, Lindor, Leotis. McCarthy and Castellanos. That's Leodis Tavares for those listening. Cause I like it. I like it. I would. Right. If you go down again, go to we, Pablo. We can get. We have Tucker over Castellanos. Yeah, yeah. If we go down to Pablo, eighty-one. Castellanos is fifty-six. We're a hundred dollars off Jordan, of course, because that would be the chalk. That's what we that would, would be want. too easy, right? Um, but we could. I mean, we could move off McCarthy, like you said, and find a three-K outfielder uh, to throw in there and make that stack happen. Fran Mill is at three mm-hmm. K. Who did you mention the other uh, down in that range? Uh, Newt Bar. You mentioned Newt Bar, right? Newt yeah. Bar, twenty-seven. 
Uh, could be a guy Ooh. in that range. So I don't hate that. The Cardinals gonna just garner no love because they were they scored one run on yeah. an Albert Pujols home run. So that's probably your. I guess that's your pivot then. If you're not gonna go Freed, if you want to get Jordan with Bregman, yeah. you could kind of punt with Newt Bar there. I think assuming he's leading off, you could punt with Newt Bar there. Yep. So, but I would go back to what we did. You know, Castellanos obviously has the double dong home run upside. Freed's been great, so I think that's a spot to to go with Castellanos, and we'll stick with McCarthy, your guy there. He gets on base, he can run. He had a home run the other day. Certainly something to do. So final recap: Justin Verlander, Max Freed. Travis Dignano at catcher, Nathaniel Lowe at first base, Vaughn Grisham at second base, Alex Bregman at third, Francisco Lindor short, Yodis Tavares at outfield, Nick Castellanos in the outfield, and was it Jake McCarthy at the Jake uh, McCarthy, yeah. And is wrapping it up there. You got 200 bucks left over. So I'm going to go ahead and hit enter into that now. Obviously, I played our lineup we made last night. It's cashing. I'll play the lineup that we're in now as well. And uh, we'll go from that is all for everybody. If you any final thoughts, to what's going on here? No, I think it's good pod, big slate. You know, a lot of decisions to make, but just you know, you and everybody else are making those decisions. So don't play. I would say final advice: don't play out of your comfort zone on a fifteen game slate right. in terms of dollars. You know, play within it. Don't go crazy. There's just so much variance on on slates like this. It's very hard, especially when cores. You know, just sprinkling a little cores on top of everything. Yep. I agree with that 100%. If you have any questions, we'll be in the Discord answering your answering what you got. Help you with the lineups there. I think Justin Reeland is on the playbook. He'll be there, obviously, uh, to lead you guys to hopefully another successful night. But for James and I, we will catch you guys later.